Hello, and welcome to this podcast from Consider This. Please let me know what you think and tell others about us on social media. This podcast was originally broadcast live on Northumberland 89.7 FM. You can hear this show live every Friday at noon. Thank you for downloading this program, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. Two things are striking about the campaign being launched jointly by the four local chambers of commerce. The first is the level of collaboration between the various players. This includes the Port Hope Chamber of Commerce, the Northumberland Central Chamber of Commerce, the Trent Hills Chamber of Commerce, and the Brighton Crammy Chamber of Commerce. It is not the first time these organizations have worked together, but as you'll hear, it is certainly an innovative project. The second is equally interesting. The pandemic has changed how everyone is doing business. The new program recognizes those changes, promoting the new reality as a way of encouraging people to buy local. Here is that story. I'm so pleased to have with me today, Nancy Allenson, the Executive Director of the Trent Hills Chamber of Commerce, and Laura Turney, Brighton Crammy Chamber of Commerce Coordinator. Welcome to Consider This. Hi, Rob, thank you. Hi, Rob, thanks for having us. There has been a new program launched between the local chambers of commerce jointly. Nancy, could you begin by explaining just exactly what is this program? Will do. So Rob, it's the the Northumberland County. It's all right here in Northumberland campaign. So this is a joint venture between the four chambers of commerce, the Brighton Crammy, Trent Hills, Port Open District and the Northumberland Central Chamber. And it's been created to showcase the breadth of goods and services available across the county, as well as in each region. And we do have an emphasis on inclusivity and diversity as well. Laura, you can help tease this out a bit. Can you explain maybe in a little bit more depth what it is this initiative is trying to achieve? So when I get asked, what are you guys doing? To break it down, I think that a lot of people, when you hear shop local, which we've heard a lot over the past two years, um, people think they're immediate town and they think physical products often. What we want to emphasize is that in all Northumberland, you should be thinking of your professional services, health services, um, adventures, getting out and doing some activities indoor and out. And we're trying to say that Northumberland has all sorts of things, shopping, services, activities for all sorts of people and all sorts of families. And to remind people that Northumberland is huge and there's all these different kinds of communities with their own identities within Northumberland that even Northumberlandites don't even know. So Nancy, how's this not just another shop local scheme? So this one is actually a little bit more in depth than just sending out messaging about shopping local. So one of the key areas is ensuring right now that our consumers, when they shop in the restaurant or in the restaurants or when they shop in the county, that they're safe. So we've got businesses that are following protocols. We'll be featuring those businesses who are keeping people safe and their employees healthy. And the other side of it too is click local. 
So in the past, we've never really focused on the online shopping. Right now, many of our businesses are offering many different ways to uh, access their services and goods. And so now we're going to be featuring Click Local as well. And that could be going on Facebook, sending a message. It could be going out to a full online store because many of our businesses across North Owen County also have that Click Local aspect. And uh, we also talked about the um, support local. So in many cases, our businesses are supporting the local uh, communities, the charities, um, they're employing staff as well. So that's an important message as well to really understand when you support local, why you're doing that and how you can have an impact on the entire, uh, the entire community across Northumberland. Laura, it struck me when I was reading the press release, uh, it talked about it, I'm gonna read a quote here, the wealth of consumer experience for procuring both necessities and luxuries. Could you tell us what you mean by that and why was it necessary to say that? We want to remind people that in Northumberland, there's your basics. You have you have clothing, you have groceries, you have your necessities, hardware stores, etc. But there's also a wealth of special boutique, um, antique, specialized services in Northumberland. Um, in Brighton, we just opened, or someone opened up um, a hand pottery store, and the, the things that she cranks that are beautiful. We have St. Anne's Spa, a specialized luxury spa. Um, there's some new breweries and wineries opening up in Port Hope. And a lot of people think other counties when you think uh, beer and wine, cider, et cetera. But we want to show people, check out these places that are right here in Northumberland. Again, Laura, the, the idea of necessities, I mean, we all need our groceries. We all, we all need our gas, if, you know, to get somewhere. Those kind you know, pharmacy, those things, you know, it makes sense about shopping locally. But I thought it was interesting to bring in this idea of luxuries. So could you maybe give us a flavor of what do you mean by luxuries and what are the kinds of things we're talking about that maybe we don't always imagine uh, a local business being able to provide? When I think of luxury, I personally, I like to think of handmade because I know a lot of time and effort was put into those products. And I know that the small businesses are proud of what they put out. Um, so we'll probably touch on it in a little bit, but we want to emphasize those businesses who made them themselves. We grew the products ourselves. And when people think about food, for example, there's quick, quick stop places, restaurants, et cetera, but there's also specialty food boutiques and markets. Do you want vegan food, organic food? It's all here. Just because it's small town does not mean that we're not hip to those modern ideas of eating. And I think those new modern kind of products and services are what I think of when I think of luxury. Nancy, it's interesting that you're taking this regional approach. I mean, when we think back to way, the way chambers behave, usually it's been rather focused on their particular area, their particular town. What drove the chambers to look at each other and go, maybe we should take this comprehensive approach. Maybe we should partner, maybe we should work together. Sure. Well, for one thing, we all have different strengths within our own staffing and also within each of our own chambers. And I think much in the same way that businesses have really had to come together and look for different ways to collaborate, our chambers of commerce have done that as well. And with the Ontario Shop Local Program offered by the Ontario Chamber of Commerce, we've been able to access funding to do this. So I think why it was especially important right now is many of our communities rely on tourism. Like over the last year and a half, we've lost a lot of our local economy to tourism. But we sure do know that our local residents have stepped up to the plate. 
So here's some opportunities to really showcase what we have here. And each chamber, not only are we having a regional campaign, but each chamber will have a hyper-local campaign as well. And I think dovetailing um, each of our unique communities, because everybody has a different style in our communities. And that's what makes Northumberland so great is how each community is slightly different. So each of our chambers have some capacity to deliver hyper-local campaigns in concert with the regional campaign. So it's really a great opportunity to, uh, to be able to work together with that. And as I said, we all bring different strengths and, uh, and we're gonna be able to work harder than ever before because we're working in this collaboration. I'll, I'll go back to Laura now for a second and, and ask, with this approach, how has your board reacted to this level of collaboration? My board, my board has given me quite a positive response. Um, first of all, having a coordinator who's basically brand new, I only just started in April, it's really refreshing and so kind of the other chamber members to bring me under their wing and show me their experiences and how this usually works. Um, and I think that is a perfect example of how the four chambers are gonna work together. I have the millennial view on things, so I can at least offer that. Um, and my board, and I think all chamber boards are really excited to work together. Everything we do is part of a big team. And the more we can work together and the more we can share funds and resources, the better. Nancy, how about your board? Well, our board, we actually ran very similar campaigns to this last year. So of course they were on board right away and they certainly recognized the opportunity to um, increase our capacity for the bi-local message when we went to a Northumberland basis. So that has certainly been a huge benefit to all the businesses and the board certainly recognized that right away. I think it's also important too, that this provides us with an opportunity to partner beyond the chambers group. We'll be reaching out, in fact, we already have to our local business associations or active uh, groups to see how we can align what we're doing with what they may already be doing, or is there a gap? Like we've identified some gaps um, out there that maybe this campaign can help fill. So it's not only the collaboration of the four chambers of commerce, it's broadening it beyond to the business associations as well. I'm curious, what sort of gaps have you found that, that this, by the, doing this alignment uh, have been brought to the fore? So some of the different business associations maybe aren't operating at their usual capacity. Um, there's various circumstances where maybe they don't have staffing or they've had some funding challenges of their own. And also with a lot of the bi-local messaging, is it being duplicated? Um, do we have the members and the volunteers that are gonna move this organization forward? So in, in several cases, we've been able to identify, hey, we can come in, we can help you with that. And they're also a resource to us as well because we are a membership-based organization and they have access to many uh, other businesses that might not be members. Another key partner is Northumberland County, the Business and Entrepreneurship Center Northumberland. Uh, they certainly have resources uh, to other businesses that we may not have. And they're also a uh, great resource for us as well when it comes to bringing all those partners together because they already have a, a working group of all those partners. Laura, when you're out on the street and talking to the various members and their businesses uh, about this and you're explaining what you're going to do, what are some of the comments you're getting back from them? I'm getting a lot of comments um... Obviously, businesses are still struggling, and I think sometimes people forget that they're not operating at full capacity even still. And as frustrating as restrictions are, they're even more frustrating for businesses when this is their livelihood. So usually when I bring it up, the first response is, thank goodness something is happening. Thank goodness there's a new initiative. 
And they're really happy that we get the opportunity to invest these funds in marketing tools and campaigns that can help spread word of their business. And maybe they didn't have the funds to do that before. Nancy, what are the economic drivers that is pushing this approach that you're taking? So right now, as I mentioned earlier, we did talk about the lack of tourists in the area. Um, and even this past summer, I think a lot of us thought there was going to be a big boom and there wasn't quite there yet. So this has been the impetus for us to really kind of focus on the buy local because we do have, I think there's almost 80,000 people um, in Northumberland County. So we have this pool of people that we can then draw on to hopefully replace some of that, those tourism dollars. So the other side of it too is there are new businesses opening during uh, the pandemic. There were businesses that opened just prior. So I think it's really important that we provide support to those businesses. Uh, we've also seen many businesses diversify or they've had to add new products and services and we need to really spread the word for them. So I think really the, the economic driver here is the fact that we've lost the tourism economy. Uh, supply has been an issue, supply and demand um, for products, that's been an issue. Also, there's been a lot of the uh, services are overwhelmed, um, especially in the construction trades, trying to meet the demand. So I think there's quite a few variables in there where hopefully we can look for ways to, uh, to meet those needs. Laura, Nancy has alluded to this, but I'd, I wonder if you'd explore it a little bit further. And that is, what are entrepreneurs saying about what's different now that they're looking for? I definitely get a lot of comments on grants and funding for making the changes to switch online. I know that, especially in downtown Brighton and Crammy, um, we're a very small town and we're a pretty rural town. A lot of people don't have the training and knowledge needed. So they're really looking for opportunity for funding and training opportunities to catch on to this big online boom. Um, so our chamber, we started social media classes to help businesses who maybe don't even know where to start with Facebook. So this kind of opportunity grant can take social media classes and make it huge. What kind of help do you need? Do you need help with your platform? Are you looking to go from a brick and mortar to online only? What can we do to help you? And I know businesses are clamoring for that kind of help. Nancy, um, when I was looking at the press release, it mentioned partners. And of course the province is involved in this, but one of the uh, ones that sort of caught my eye was the Regional Tourism Organization 8. So who is that exactly and what are they contributing? Okay, so each, each uh, province across Ontario, certain areas have a regional tourism organization that looks after tourism development for them. Ours happens to be Corthus Northumberland here in Northumberland. We're one of three uh, counties. So what we're able to do is we can leverage funds to apply for them for what they call partnership development. So they will help fund some of the campaigns that are shop local. Normally in tourism, you know, you'd be looking at beyond visitors and we really focused um, their funds to be targeted towards the hardest hit sectors. So for example, restaurants, uh, retailers. So we'll be looking at some areas there to apply some of the funding we received specifically towards there, but it will also be in the same three streams that we've talked about earlier. So the shop local, the click local, and then keeping the, the consumer confidence stay safe uh, campaign. Nancy, I would also like to ask you, how hard is it to change consumer habits? I mean, people, you know, they get so used to, oh, I'll run off to Peterborough to get this, or I'm going to go off to Oshawa to do that, or I'm going to go down to Belleville to get this. How do you break those habits 
so that people actually do shop local? I think the biggest um, benefit is when we have it's that word of mouth. So when customers and clients are spreading the news that, hey, you know, you need to shop here, you need to access this service. Did you know this product was available here? Or you know what, instead of going to maybe Peterborough Belleville, maybe we don't have it here in Trent Hills, perhaps it's available in Coburg. So I think that's the mentality that we're trying to uh, spread the word about is that it is available here in Northumberland. And we just have to do a little research. One thing I think the pandemic has helped with has actually been the shop local. People have a lot more pride in their small towns. They understand we really need these shops because they were closed for a little while. They couldn't access those services. So I think people gained a, a better appreciation. The other side too, a lot of times when people travel outside the community, it's maybe just not to go buy product A, B, or C. It might be to add an experience. Maybe they're going to go to a show or attend something. So not having had that, I feel like people now understand that, you know what, you can get it here. You can go to, actually there's virtual concerts. There's lots of attractions and activities and things you can do right here in Trent Hills. And that whole idea of the staycation can happen right here in Northumberland. So I feel like in a way the pandemic has really brought that home and people can understand, you know, hey, I can get it all right here in Northumberland. Laura, building on what Nancy's alluded to, the pandemic has forced us to shop locally. Does that provide any momentum? And how are you suggesting that businesses try to hang on to these customers before we all start migrating elsewhere and doing other things? I think awareness is a huge part of it. A lot of people are, they've got maybe their heads in the sand a little bit. They just don't know that these places are here. So like Nancy said, word of mouth is so important. So I've been shopping here for years. You should check it out. Or this store has really gone above and beyond during the pandemic. Check out what they did on social media to hang on. And I think that we should congratulate these businesses and kind of use them as a tool to show others who maybe are struggling. Like look at this store here. They did an online fashion show every Monday during the pandemic on Instagram. Maybe this is something you could do to keep your hold on to your customers. So I think using other businesses as tools and awareness as key, I think we have a social media page that will be going out. We have a landing page that's going out. So I think if you don't know, you don't know to shop there. So that's a big idea. Nancy, so much of the workforce in Northumberland County uh, goes outside the area or people commute to jobs outside the region. As things reopen and people return to their work environments, what impact do you think this will have on a shop local initiative? Well, you mentioned earlier consumer habits and changing them. So I feel like a little bit, maybe already some consumer habits have changed. So we're hoping that continues. Uh, I know our businesses have had to modify how they deliver their goods and services. And hopefully our people that do travel outside the area for work will see that. Oh, I can order it online. I can pick it up. I can have it sent to me as well. So I think that is a, well, that's a benefit when people come into the area, they shop local or they support our local businesses. I think we really have to send some strong messaging that, you know, when you shop local, it's not just about buying that product. It's about supporting, it could be your neighbor. Your neighbor could have a job at a local business. Look at all the organizations. Like right now, a lot of our not-for-profit organizations have had to take a step back. They're going to need help more than ever to get, you know, all of the events back up that they looked after, all of the various charities, the arts, things like that as well. So, you know what, we're really going to need to step up and support those local businesses so they can continue to support those communities and all the things that we'd like to do. Because not only will we be getting back to normal traveling outside the area to work, we're also going to be hopefully having all those events back again that we can uh, support too. 
We've talked a lot about this, Laura, and alluded to it a number of times, but as people do become more mobile and these restrictions are eased that are related to the pandemic, tourism is a huge contributor to the local economy. How do, does this initiative intend to address this aspect? So one of the initiatives that we have and one of the tools that we're gonna use are the idea of badges in store windows. They'll be themed and color coded depending on the area you're in. And one of them includes, you're safe here. We're happy to see you. So it's to encourage shoppers to A, shop safe, but to remind them that this business put in the work to stay open during the pandemic and to follow restrictions. And they are here for you to give you a safe shopping experience. So I think those will be a really fun tool. And I know maybe people are kind of sick of hearing about the pandemic, but it's still here. And we need to think about it in a moving forward kind of way. Nancy, one of the things that has come up recently has been the province's initiative to create a uh, QR code system for people who are vac fully vaccinated and a business uh, app that allows for quick and easy uh, checks so that people can maintain a, a, a mandate if they want to only allow people who are fully vaccinated into their business. How has that changed the landscape as you see it and help facilitate the kinds of initiatives that Laura's described and some of the stuff that you've also described? So it will be a challenge for sure. Um, I know it has been a little bit divisive and here we're talking about being welcoming and inclusive and uh, you know, being a very diverse community. So I think there's some challenges to um, be dealt with in a very sensitive way. I know we have to respect business owners' decisions. Uh, they are delivering, you know, the, the, the products and services best they can. They're following government protocols, requirements. And I think it's really important, too, in our messaging to remember to be kind. You know, the staff person at the door there, um, you know, they're trying to earn a wage. They're doing the best they can. And they didn't implement these rules, but they do have to enforce them. So I think really the messaging is just to be kind and understand that, yes, there is differences of opinions. There's businesses that may decide to go one route. There may businesses that may go decide to another. But at the end of the day, I think we really have to support and respect their decisions and, um, you know, really try, as I said, be kind. So will everybody that gets the little sticker, will that be an indicator that uh, I have to have my, my QR code with me so that I can go in? Or what is that sticker going to indicate to me then when you say it's safe? What, what, are you really, what is that saying to me as a consumer, as a customer? So something we're going to be encouraging is what's called the post promise. And there's another one called the um, uh, safe and healthy travel stamp. So those are two online uh, organizations. One's put through the Tourism uh, Association of Ontario. You can go on there and you can check off that I'm going to do A, B, C, and D. And basically that is saying I'm following all of these rules and protocols. And they could actually put those stamps on the page as well. So we're going to be encouraging businesses and sharing that information with them. Should they decide to go that route, then we will certainly be sharing that information as well. Laura, what are the timelines on this project? Can you give a map it out for us as we're going forward? So the timeline, so our main messaging right now, the it's all right here in Northumberland, and the badge idea is we're working on it as soon as possible. We work on it several times a day, several times a week. So those will be um, ASAP. And we're rolling, we're working on rolling out the social media and the landing page ASAP as well, um, kind of as a way to explain what we're doing right now. What is this initiative? How is it going to work? Who can participate? 
And then um, furthermore, the all of our initiatives need to be wrapped up by the end of the new year. I think it's the end of January. So um, this is coming in great time. We're right in time for holiday season. We're right in time for the hustle and the bustle and the shopping and the gathering safely. So we're working on that um, by the end of October, I guess. Nancy, how are you going to measure the success of this program and how are you going to report back? So of course, anytime there's funding, reporting is a requirement. So what we're doing is the first thing we are supporting local professionals to, to create and deliver all the products that require for the design and the branding. So we're going to be counting the number of those. We're also, we have a fairly significant videography and photography budget. So we will be including as many businesses as possible. We're putting out calls to businesses. Do you want to participate? So we'll actually be doing a count of how many businesses we're able to feature in our social media, in our Instagram, in our videos, in our photography. So there's going to be many opportunities over the next three and a half months to do that. We have print, we have radio. So we're going to be counting literally the number of businesses. We're also going to be looking at our social media stats, obviously important. But not only are we going to look at the stats for, say, the uh, right here Northumberland page, we're going to be reaching out to our partners, the BIAs, the other organizations, the active departments, to see if we can help them build their pages as well. So we'll be looking at all of those numbers and measuring where we are at the end of the year. At the end of the day, it comes down to the businesses. Are they getting more dollars in their pockets? So we'll be certainly looking for anecdotal stories from them um, and also to measuring consumer feedback. Part of the tagline is share. So you know what? Maybe you don't have the means to purchase luxuries, but you do have the means to purchase necessities. Maybe you can share, you know, this is a great product. We've talked a lot about this. So the referrals and the one and the word of mouth advertising. Laura, if I'm listening to this and I, I want to keep track of it and, and I want to participate going forward, what should I be looking for? Where should I keep my eyes so that I can see when this all begins? You're going to start by following the right here Northumberland Facebook page. Keep up with the right here in Northumberland hashtags. And uh, when we feature businesses, follow them too. Give them a like, give them a share, tag them in your business or in your post. If you bought their product, tag them. And when you tag them, tag right here in Northumberland too. It's a big happy circle of tagging and the information and keeping everybody up to date. Nancy Allison, Laura Turney, thank you so much for talking to me today. Thanks, Rob. That was Nancy Allenson, Executive Director of the Trent Hills Chamber of Commerce, and Laura Turney, Brighton Chamber of Commerce Coordinator. I want to thank my guests this week for talking to me, and I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today. Please join me again next week when we will talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life and Northumberland County. So please tune in. If you would like to listen or share this or any podcast, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. There you will find past podcasts, news, and other information about life and politics in Northumberland County. Or you can go to the radio station's website at northumberland897.ca. I'm Robert Washburn. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen in, and I hope over the week you will continue to consider this. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, 
please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca. And don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening, and stay tuned for more from Consider This.